Alrighty, Jersey Boys, episode six about to come at you. Apologies, this was recorded about a week and a half ago. Uh, we just haven't had the chance to get it up online yet, but the uh, discussion is uh, ever-present, so it's, it's a good one, and you, you will enjoy it, regardless of the fact it's being uploaded a little late. Um, yeah, just a usual reminder as well, because uh, I can't remember if I remember to mention it in the podcast, uh, to check us out on our socials at jer- underscore Jersey Boys Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and jerseyboyspod.com for the accompanying blog post for the episode and um yeah with some stuff we raised in the episode if you want to uh, get in touch with us with your thoughts on uh, the subject matter or whatever else uh, go to the w- uh, contact form on our website as well but without further ado let's get into it Here we go, Jersey Boys, episode six is on the way, episode five. I made sure to look up which one was which to make sure I had the bit right this week, so I'm good, but Shay is on the line with me, my 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 um, esteemed co-host of this podcast. Yes, episode one is now by request only. You have to request yeah. it from us and you can get the video. Yeah, or it'll be like... Or, or make us more popular so it like um, pushes me to start a Patreon where we can start doing funky shit on that and you have to charge us for it like we're, we're your two-bit um, ladies, men of the night. <laughs> One of our... <laughs> uh, we'll, start in, we'll start in OnlyFans and it'll just be sending you drunk videos of Shay. So. <laughs> One of our only listeners offered to give us a dollar an episode to be our sponsor, but she wanted way too much clout for it i'm trying to up the price like a dollar is not enough to say who the sponsor is yet so. <laughs> yeah we'll charge you charge us a, we'll, we'll charge you a dollar to talk about who you might be <laughs> yeah there is yeah this is a test this is a monetization test <laughs> yeah <laughs> and all the other potential sponsors listening right now like what the fuck are we trying thinking and just turning off but that's fine i'd like to be sponsored by yingling they haven't got into the podcast game that i know of yet but um the world's not the world's america's oldest brewery yeah i i yeah sponsorship works because i'd never heard of yingling until you started drinking it a few years ago on on random podcasts when we were there, doing different podcasts and <laughs> <laughs> what are young okay say yingling. it like yingling yingling you're adding an extra syllable. <laughs> <laughs> Just yingling. Yingling, yingling, ling, ling, ding. I feel like I feel like I feel like they need to sponsor the Knicks. The yingling, bing bong. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We need to have our bing bong moment, but uh, we're not there yet. Yeah, well, I'd like the Knicks to provide me some bing bong hot kit moments, but they're just like completely falling apart after starting hot. So. Yeah, your two favorite teams are terrible. Yeah, yeah, I got one team that, and it's funny because they're the two teams that are talking. Like, I, I was one of the Knicks pages I follow on Twitter was like, uh, put up a hypothetical Dame trade where it was basically it was basically doing the a fucking a stupid. Like, I'd love I'd love to see Obi Toppin and uh, and RJ Barrett on the on the Blazers, but I'm just like, you're doing the same Not thing for you did Dame. For <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And then it was like two or three first rounders yeah. as well. So um, it might have actually been a good deal for the Blazers. And I think Kemba was in there, but that's just a, a no dump at this point. That. Yeah, uh, that's a dump. Except the pod don't like us. Our sister <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, I tweeted those guys the other day and I got Did no you? response. Nice. Yeah, from the account. I sent the... I, I sent the uh, you know the... Um, we'll just Affleck. have to keep hitting them up until... <laughs> yeah. You know the, the Ben Affleck whispering in uh, Jennifer Lopez's yeah. ear thing? Yeah, I sent that with like RJ Barry is going to be better than Zion and tagged him in it. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he technically is right now. Well, yeah. And like he just takes a step onto the floor or even just run runs at a brisk pace and he can be better than Zion currently. All of Louisiana is bullshit to me after the coaching carousel so (laughs) (laughs) we've already demonetized ourselves by cursing in the first five minutes so 
Uh, look, I, I was never, I was never going really going after that Louisiana money, you know. <laughs> Our first one dollar subscriber though will not demonetize because of cursing. I will. I, I don't think that's an issue. <laughs> well, that's fucking good then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's gonna well, happen. Um, <laughs> after we pay our taxes, we'll both come out with like about thirty cents each. I don't know the dollar to Australian dollar ratio for you though. So you're getting the better end uh, of this. Yeah, no, thir- th- I mean, if we're talking American cents, then you, 30 cents is going to be like maybe 45 cents. I don't know what the exchange rate is at the moment, but you know, to get me a soft serve cone at McDonald's. So <laughs> nice. speaking of McDonald's, we had one, oh, we finally had one open up within five minutes of our house here. So that's, we've had McDonald's three times in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be at least half an hour to get McDonald's and it's like, McDonald's is one of those things that's like uh, first hot kit of the week, McDonald's uniforms. There we go. Because I'm just the excited to see ones? them. In the- <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I, I I worked at Hungry Jack's here like 15 years ago. Then that was before they went to like, you know, the sleek black shirts kind of thing. So I, my Hungry Jack shirts were like red. I look like a clown, really. Which is like, the McDonald's logo. Yeah, it is so kind of weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Is the Hungry um, Jack's logo a kangaroo? <laughs> no right? it should be but um no it's just it's pretty much the burger king logo it just says hungry uh, jacks instead oh no the burger king logo is pretty different i guess but <laughs> for I the listeners that don't know hungry jacks is burger king basically but with an australian prison colony twist <laughs> yeah well no the the, tri- the like trivia <laughs> So before we delve into talking about kits and nonsense, you can get a little bit of, a little bit of facts in your podcast. Um, basically, when uh, Burger King was expanding into Australia, there was already a guy somewhere, I don't know where, who had a little chain of restaurants called Burger King in Australia. So they, he had the copyright to it in Australia. So Burger King Corp coming into Australia had to think of a different name. And for some reason, they went with Hungry Jacks and it stuck, which is it's cool. I think yeah. you, you refer to it as kangaroo jacks more often than it is. that's why <laughs> yeah, I, I always imagine a little kangaroo behind the logo but i guess there's not one now that i think about it yeah i sometimes think about what that board meeting was and was there just a guy in the background like named jack and his stomach was grumbling and they're just you know, the burger king like corporate guys just like heading his hands like what do we name this fucking restaurant because of this fucking <laughs> cunt that's got they got the copyright already and then like the Jack sitting in the background, just minding his own business, waiting for lunch break, his stomach grumbles. And they go, you hungry, Jack? Hungry Jacks. Hungry Jacks. And, yeah. And there was much I rejoicing. Americans just think Jack is a name for a kangaroo. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like something you guys would call him. It makes as much sense as a Joe. He <laughs> <laughs> sounded like Jamie from Ted Lasso. Joe. Joe. Uh, Kile. <laughs> a Liverpool <laughs> Scouser ass. Scouse ass accent. Yeah. I can't think of any of his quotes right now. That sucks. I haven't seen it in a while. Kile. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can think of. Like, <laughs> He's had some extreme Scouse comments, though, that are just hilarious. It's, it's not Scouse, it's Manchester. It's, it's like a Midlands, like fucking oh, Manchester. Okay. Yeah, a look, uh, fucking Yorkshire. Yorkshire, that's what that is. Okay. I don't know Good my scouse. dialect at all. I thought it was Liverpool for some reason. No, nah, it's more Yorkshire. Yeah. Not that I'm an expert on it, but I yeah, scouse is my one <laughs> Yeah, the first time I ever heard Jamie Carragher speak, and like I was watching like a DVD of like review of the season thing, and I didn't understand a word he said. Yeah. He's 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 done a really good job since he became a pundit of actually like slowing it down and being being able to talk more clearly because the first time i heard him talk i didn't understand a word he said oh man there was a moment when he was on the host of the show that he's on for cbs over here now he was on the host's wikipedia page like looking at her like credentials or whatever and he got caught for it oh so good he's just such a he's such a grown little boy She's a very attractive female. <laughs> very good at her job. But Thierry was also on that, and uh, he was giving him a hard time. So I was a big fan of it. Yeah, good group of lads. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, Steven Gerrard, like the only thing I've ever heard him say was, this doesn't slip. And it, and it did. 
Uh, so that's episode, that's episode six in the books, guys. <laughs> He's like him to him to here to him to here. Doesn't slip. <laughs> oh man! If I figure that out the a- editing, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like plug that video of um you know the, the cricketer like Travis said the other day. It was just like let that ball go by. He's like, oh, you cunt. That's how I, how I feel about you. That's how I feel about you in that comment right now. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Uh, yeah. Well, um, we got we had a we do have a plan for today's podcast apart from just <laughs> whoopsie. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I don't know if I I don't know if the speak of you for the pod, uh, Zoom recording is going to have caught that. I hope it did. Because <laughs> I think you were talking. Hopefully. Yeah, no, I was. Yeah, I was. Us I was adding a video element to this has really put me behind the eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were in six six in. I've been struggling lately. I've just been I had a tequila night earlier this <laughs> earlier this week. <laughs> I told you that's it never a good idea, especially at our age. Yeah, at our age is the thing. It left me mm-hmm. like not you know, fuck it, it's it screwed me up at the age of 22, so I don't even know what it would do to me, do to me these days. It made me think everything I thought was wrong. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should be a Liverpool fan. I don't know. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why do I even like Arsenal? They're so bad. And uh, no, it's just like, it's like one of those hangovers where you're like driving and you're like, green means go, right? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> that's how bad it it was like and that shit's like it's funny in retrospect but when you're going through it it's terrifying (laughs) oh yeah yeah no that's it it's like i remember reading like doing because there's all the science about hangovers and just how it like fucks up your brain like when you when you drink that much and like the levels of your whatever that chemical is that makes you serotonin no it's not that it's like something there's something else about like what like uh I can't remember. Anyway, you know, someone you just Google it and the I don't. I imagine than me. What it is, but like it balances yeah. your brain, so you don't hate. Yeah. Yourself. Well, yeah, that's this. It's whatever makes you like the the self critical kind of thing. You it yeah. over. Yeah. Turns so, it up to eleven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oof. I was there. I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the internet being down was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I ended up falling asleep for a quick nap on the couch while I was waiting for the internet to come back. And I was like, yeah, this day is... And then you were just like, yeah, this is a rough day. I was like, it's probably just a yeah, good thing we do a quick morning one before I head off for work. So yeah, this time Your tomorrow brain... we'll... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your brain is like a great athletic competition. It needs to have all the right ambiance for it to really work. Yeah. <laughs> If that was you trying to get a segue into our topic for the day, that's that was uh, a segue. That was that's my not segue. bad. That's not bad. That's that was actually pretty. The way you linked linked it up pretty well. So, um, yeah, we do have a topic for today. Apart from talking about our own um our own <laughs> experiences with uh, it's, drinking tequila it's, it's and skip. other things. No, that's not a word. Yeah. I'm still struggling, oh. honestly. It was like four days ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about heading into your 30s is hangovers become multiple day events. So like a like a fucking Coachella, but um, without the sand and influences. It's wasted on the young. I mean, we've always said it, but it, yeah. Like, and they get to wear jerseys without being crit- criticized. Go back and listen to that episode where we talk about that. <laughs> no. No kit shaming for old men, episode three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no country to kit shame old men. I've already forgotten anyway, something like that. I was getting notes from a listener, and we've actually, like, beyond jerseys, we've covered, like, a lot of subjects, like, <laughs> which is impressive to me, because I didn't, I didn't, yeah. did. but we've covered, like, sexism, racism, homophobia, like, we've done it. That's yeah. wild. We, we find a, <laughs> you don't I just remember being that. like, those kids rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's part of the charm of our little little adventure here is we just bounce between subjects seamlessly. Um, even from hangovers to uh, ambiance and good looking kits. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're all in So today, yeah. So today, like, uh, I put this to well, you sent me a te- text the other day. It was just the, um, it was a picture of our Robert Williams just 
dunking all over a very uh well we were just t- texting about it this morning in our group chat with um vince as well uh about <laughs> the very uh disappointing anthony davis currently but yeah robert williams dunking all over it was just a, such a great picture even beyond the context of jerseys it was just a great shot because great I, I, I love sports supposed to it's just yeah <laughs> um so it was Robert, yeah, Robert Williams dunking all over AD. But then it brought up the discussion. A lot of people were starting. Then you sent me a tweet from, I think, Rob Perez. Yeah, probably. Possibly, yeah, talking that about was how. You and I, when they played. So yeah. <laughs> I was probably sending you a lot of tweets. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of content about uh, basically the uh, Lakers and Celtics matchup with their uniforms, the green, green, the classic green Celtics versus the classic yellow Lakers look, and just how that. Keep it at that for that that matchup every time, and it just started, started me thinking. I was just like, "Geez, that's like to me the Lakers Celtics uniform." I was I started off, I went through a little bit of a mind, a train of thought that's it continued until like last night when I was going to sleep and thinking about this podcast this morning. Is like the most iconic kit matchups in world sports, and I've come to the conclusion, and we'll talk about some others and reasons why for or against if they beat this, but I actually think in world sports, there is not a more iconic kit matchup than Lakers-Celtics. And I'm talking soccer and every other sport that you can think of. I don't think there's a more iconic one of their main... And my thing with this is their main colors. So they don't don't always play against each other in those ones, but their most identifiable color, Celtics we know as green, Lakers we know as yellow. They did until... like yeah, it used to always yeah. be yellow. Yes, yeah, it always used to be that. Yeah, or purple versus white, which like when when Boston was home, which was also mm-hmm. good but not as good. Yeah, I mean it's also yeah. classic. So, so, yeah. yeah, so that we know that they have you know, and it's modern sports, and even you know, twenty years ago they still had different uniforms as well. But the the colors we kind of associated with a thirty for thirty documentary, the advertising with that was the green versus yellow. It's that's what we identify them as um, in our in our brains, and to me, that's their kind of um, their colors, I guess, because white. You know, you know, you can have the discussion about white being color or not, but it's. it's <laughs> but yeah, that to me, um, and I've been thinking about it, and we'll bring up some others, but I just can't think of one that's more universally recognized. Like Europe, there's plenty of basketball fans in Europe. Australia, obviously, and, and NBA is big down here, and basketball is big down here. Asia, a huge, um, or depending on who's talking shit about China or not, depends on how. But you know, generally, there's like, um, no, no, we're not, we're not going to say. It, but, we're not. Um, just like, there's a worldwide. It's a world. The NBA is one of those like soccer is a worldwide sport, um, and incredible popularity wherever you go. Even the Penguins in Antarctica are talking about that poster on AD. I'm sure this week. So, um, it's it's a worldwide sport. And uh, like to me, I was thinking about, and we'll talk about others, but that's my straight off the bat is I think there's actually, that might be the most iconic, but especially, and I'll get into the reasons for it. There's, there's not just the matchup. It's the fact there's the history behind that matchup as well. Yeah. They've won like 25% of the NBA titles between them. Probably more. I, I don't I'd have to do the math quickly, but I think that adds to the lore of it. And just the fact that they played in the finals so many times. And so we've seen this matchup at the height of the game so many times, mm. especially in the, like, like the eighties really made it. I think Yeah, one of Bill Simmons best lines ever, which, you know, we don't like to hype him up too much on this pod, but it, it was back in the day when he was still a writer and legit. Um, he said like watching the Lakers yellow versus the Celtic screen is like watching a giant fishbowl on acid. <laughs> Now, I don't have experience with that, but I would say from a sports standpoint, that is very fun. That does sound mm-hmm. like that does sound right, because it, it is something that like doesn't seem like it should go together all that well, but it just goes together perfectly for some reason. Mm. Yeah. And that's I mean, the thing is like, oh, sorry, you go ahead. I do like green and yellow as a color combination, though. So you're wearing you're wearing it right now. I know I did that for a reason. <laughs> Good stuff. I, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> my week has been weird, and this shirt was on my couch, and so was this sweatshirt. So I was like, "Yeah, comfy," <laughs> but <laughs> it worked out really well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think a lot of people think it's like a great color combination, though. So, but it is like the most iconic matchup, like you said. I think there are other few in the running, but we'll talk about those and what makes them great individually. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So my thing with like, because I was then like, uh, besides thinking of what the most iconic one was, I was like, what makes for an iconic matchup? And I thought, because if the Celtics and Lakers both had, you know, decent histories, but they didn't have it against each other um, and any of that, would I think of it as like this way? And I think my, after kind of thinking through this a bit, I was like, I don't know if I would think of it as iconic as I do now because so there is things that go into it. It's not just, it is the aesthetic. It's obviously the, it starts with the jerseys. Um, they're already great. You know, the iconic, you know, two of the greatest um, NBA uniforms, but then you've got to have the kind of um, history and nostalgia and the energy and the memories that go with the Jersey matchups. And that's what really solidifies it. And that's so it is funny what makes for a, a great matchup because, you, you know, for jerseys, it should, you know, you think, oh, well, it's just, do they look good against each other? But no, because we're sports fans and what we do and the, what the idea of this podcast is, is to bring all that together is like, we love jerseys, but we love what they, how they complement what we're watching as well. And so for me, the 80, like I, I obviously wasn't alive in the eighties and, you know, born in 88. So, you know, you know, Magic and Bird have been playing for a fair few years before I was even, um, before I was even on this planet and then it took another 10 years before I started figuring out what um well, like I said I think I said to you on another podcast or whether it was off air that you know Space Jam was one of the first times I'd ever actually seen Jordan like moving like beyond news reports so um but then luckily you know you and I in our time as fans as young adults we got to see the rivalry again in the late 2000s with Kobe and you know they played two finals against each other and went one and ones and then we got to kind of get a feeling for it again there and um that was awesome but then, but then we've had, there's plenty of video on the great 30 for 30 documentary a couple of years ago really helped me just to, like, that was a great, um, what was that? Two or three part series, I think it was a long one. three um, with Ice Cube. And for some reason, Donnie Wahlberg is who they picked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they did a really good job of like kind of showcasing why that, like the uniforms were such a big like they both taught like i think ice cube talked about how he hates green and donnie Wahlberg mm-hmm. was like that purple and yellow it's like those things can haunt your dreams and it's like we got cleveland versus golden state in what three straight finals mm-hmm. and it's like that doesn't those uniform matchups don't register at all because they're so new age whereas like the celtics and the lakers they did only play in the finals you know I think three times in the eighties, but it's like those matchups were so big. Like those are t- the two premier franchises. So like, like you were saying, it doesn't matter that just because they play a lot, it, ha- it has to have the weight behind the Jersey mm-hmm. for it to mean something. It's like Boston versus New York it, at Fenway, pretty boring uniforms overall. Um, you know, Red Sox, white uniforms, Yankees, in their gray that say New York, mm-hmm. but like that setting with Fenway Park at night with the Green Monster, like uniforms are super boring, but that uniform matchup is amazing because it's like yeah. this is the biggest, yeah, this is the biggest yeah. rivalry in baseball. So, yeah, I guess it's, um, I think this is, uh, it's to bring up Simmons again, but he's always had that, that good argument or a good way of looking into things is, uh, if you, if an alien like alien ship comes down and and observes this phenomenon of what they're watching with so they don't have any context to it you'd look at like the you know yankees red sox maybe go oh you know that's pretty aesthetically just plain whereas i think you know lakers celtics green and yellow you'd actually go oh that's that's fun okay what's more what's more to this so there is that there is the part of that that aesthetically it's just it's bright um two two bright colors um you know um eye popping and so that helps but then i think um again i wouldn't have it in the realm of like pro, like or what my argument basically being that it might be the most iconic matchup in world sports it wouldn't be there without the history as well so it is it is very much sim- symbiotically um linked in that it all comes together to create that put that on that pedestal for me on that mount rushmore but um, i don't like the alien argument <laughs> <laughs> i always just like like it like um you know who knows what down. they like you know who knows if they can see colors we can't see you know yeah well they, they could be they could be aliens that come down with trump flags as well so we won't we're not going to listen to anything they say so that'd yeah. be wild if they got the golden <laughs> record and were like we have to come support trump for some reason <laughs> yikes yeah but you never know i just think like if aliens exist that like we our brains won't even be able to comprehend like what they are as a thing it's like they're not going to be like green men 
but this yeah, like, is not the point of this. I don't like the alien test because like <laughs> I once had yeah, well, a- I, I love I love arrival, so that's kind of like I like the <laughs> exactly like what's going yeah. on with that. Like that would probably be more likely, but I once had a boss be like, soccer doesn't pass the alien test. It's like if aliens came down and watched any sport, they could go, Oh, that person is clearly the best at this, and they're clearly the best player, and soccer doesn't have that. And I was like well, that is a really stupid reason to not like soccer and you're wrong <laughs> and you're also wrong. So <laughs> I, I don't like the alien test. Yeah. Can you still hear me right now? Yeah, I just can't see you. Yeah, it's my video is fucking up. So that's all right. If you can still hear me, that's the main thing. Ooh, um, yeah, no, I... time to shine as the one video, <laughs> the one video for the pod. Yeah, just go and spill some beer on yourself again. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. I, luckily, I got right. that out of the way. Yeah. Um. So, well, other matchups then, I, I the few that came to mind, I was sure because in soccer, you get a lot of great, you know, blue versus red kind of matchups, but none of them to me, are- yeah, they're, they're great, like classic color matchups because it's just, they, they are two of the most, like, you know, primary colors that you can match up against each other, but there's no single matchup of blue versus red that is iconic to me in the same sense of Lakers versus Celtics. And then if you talk about, you go, okay, so what great rivalries are there? It's like little Liverpool, Manchester United, you throw that one out there. But they they never, because they're both red, so they're always wearing like some kind of other other uniform against each other. So it's not actually a consistent, um, you know, red versus blue or anything like that. Depends on what uh, what other uniform they're bringing out against each other. So there's just no yeah. iconic matchup. Yeah, I know. I saw the. I saw you having trouble with that, but I brought the video. Um, yeah, it's not, like I so said, Liverpool United are going to have a different matchup every year against each other. So you can't yeah. call that an iconic kit matchup because they don't not consistent with it. The one soccer one that actually comes to mind for me um, is uh, Real Madrid Barcelona. I, think. I was thinking that. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. That's it. I will say Liverpool versus Chelsea though. Because you guys both wear all of one color, and you guys always yeah, go all yeah. red versus all blue, mm-hmm. so that's a cool. That's always a cool matchup. And yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal does the same with them, but we have white, obviously. But mm-hmm. yeah, I always think Liverpool versus Chelsea is classic because it is the most like it's the reddest you can get versus the bluest you can get. So yeah, and then and, you know, I thought like City and United have an okay, an okay matchup. Because they usually yeah. wear red versus light blue, but yeah. So those ones all came to mind for me. I did think of the Manchester one because they are that they've got the city rivalry. I even thought you know Liverpool Everton. You know Liverpool Everton in the eighties was as Liverpool Everton in the eighties was Lakers Celtics in the eighties as well because Liverpool and Everton were sharing like one probably twenty uh, sixty or seventy percent of the titles in the in the in the eighties. Like Ever- Everton were winning a couple as well as well as Liverpool winning four or five. So there's like there is that matchup there, but then that hasn't continued through, you know, Everton haven't won a trophy since 95, you know, there's, so there's like the rivalry has, it's still there, but it's not worldwide iconic. Like, so that's where I'm getting to is that like none of those rivalries apart Real Madrid, Barcelona is the only one I think has the worldwide significance like Lakers Celtics for a long time, for a long, this is for a long period of time, United city since 2010. Yes. But it hasn't, hasn't been like, it wasn't there. Before yeah. that, Liverpool, Chelsea since about 2000, it was when Mourinho on his Champions League, but it's it's ebbed and waned because, you know, managerial changes. Um, and look, I know Lakers, Celtics, NBA is a different sport. So it's like there's like the draft system and all that stuff. Teams have to rebuild and whatnot. But I just think that I, that matchup still throughout the years is, is for so long has been an iconic matchup. Jersey white, like a lot of these ones um, in soccer, because of the way it works, it's just, you know, City would in a third tier back in the early 2000s you know they were just were not relevant to as a matchup so that that one's recent so yeah recently yes but it hasn't got the longevity of celtics lakers um same with same with a few of the others that's why real madrid barcelona Barca, anyway, yeah, think, definitely does because barca yeah, has a classic kid and then all white yeah. obviously and they've been rivals since fucking you know the, there's political stuff with franco and all that Before stuff right war. back <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so um, it's it's deep Spanish Civil War. Well. Mm. Yeah. I'll throw one out at you that yeah, has no. longevity in soccer that is a little outside the box, but mm-hmm. Brazil versus Argentina. 
That's a good one. Yeah, no, I hadn't even thought international. Both yeah. extremely noticeable, relevant kits. Always mm-hmm. um, the the light blue and white stripes with black shorts versus you know the yellow with blue shorts, which is one of the most iconic kits of all time. Mm-hmm. Because Pele started that, and you know a bunch of other Brazilian athletes have continued it. But yeah, I mean, we just don't get to see that all that often. Only like during the Copa, you're usually because you know mm-hmm. they don't they never meet up in the world cup really. So it is a rare one that we get to see, but I think that's a pretty recognizable uniform matchup. And that one's also always quite charged. We had that game, what the, the COVID game earlier this year where the police are on the, yeah. So no, that, that is actually an incredible, incredible because I, I briefly, my mind, when I was lying in bed, thinking about it, went to internationals and I quickly just went back to thinking about clubs. So I didn't really, you know, delve into that mind worm of international soccer. So I, I just completely whiffed on. So that's a great, that's that one. I think, yeah, you could put up there right there. Cause you know, obviously soccer is the one sport that probably is more worldwide than basketball. Um, I think plenty of people know the NBA these days, but yeah, there's world world soccer and Brazil and Argentina are two of the teams that everyone in the world, you know, if you're coming into knowing soccer, your your first couple of teams, if you get into international football, you're like, oh, what's Brazil and Argentina doing? What are those guys doing? Because they're just the iconic, you know, iconic players, iconic um, teams, oft constantly competitive, um, often hopefully playing some good football. So yeah, and so those two teams against each other is always going to be charged with, you know, your Neymar's versus Messi's or whatever, you know, Maradona and Pele back in the day, and um, you know, just All of it, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just like two of the best international soccer teams of all time with two of the most recognizable kits amazing kits yeah yeah. um you know a bunch of the greatest soccer players ever have been able to wear them and then also like i said they don't meet a lot so it's like when they meet you know it's going to be a big match so that also Mm -hmm. sets it off like there's always a lot of weight on whatever match they're gonna play because it's not like i mean maybe they play it friendlies against each other but i doubt it they're never they're never friendly if you're playing (laughs) a friendly yeah that there's never gonna be they want to win yeah yeah and that yeah. was the big international one that i thought of because nothing else like even like any other soccer rivalries um internationally don't really jump out to me uniform wise like like um england germany i can't even really like put my finger on what the kits they've worn against each other really have been well because they both um they, they both rock with they both rock with a, a white kit as their home so they're never going to have the iconic matchup consistently whereas argentina brazil can go home versus home so it's yeah that's and that's the thing is like most kit matchups are always are often so we could bring up like i said you know if liverpool's united had different were had offsetting home kits it would be fine and probably make it a more but because they have to change so much it doesn't become an iconic kit matchup but um even though the games are always heated but that's why you know that's why that that pick is actually i might say that that might jump mine i think because i think what that matchup means to the world and and that's why but that's why it's a good one to link up with like lakers celtics lakers celtics in finals won't meet that often you know luckily we got to see it a couple of times again in the um uh, what 15, 12 years ago now um roughly but um but then obviously they meet in regular season so there is a bit of that and that's why that photo the other day just jumped out at me so much because it yeah. still felt like as soon as i saw it it still felt like there was some charge there just because it was celtics lakers and that's what was cool was seeing you know robert williams duncan ad and it felt like that that moment was elevated simply because it was celtics lakers in those jerseys but the um the argentina brazil shout is really good because international soccer and f- football is still you know the thing that that is the gateway for most people into watching a lot of the world stars you know the world cup every four years is still the hopefully it remains that way i'm um, still the you know yeah i mean pinnacle. i don't think it's going to is the thing so maybe we will see argentina brazil more often which sucks i mean i just don't even understand the idea of taking it away from every four years because you're just taking away from multiple other great tournaments like europa and copa you know mm-hmm. or not europa uh, the euros euros yeah 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 I, I don't like are you just gonna play those tournaments in those same years i don't like i i don't get it. i don't actually think they've thought it through that well there was like i saw a report saying they were like oh maybe we won't, won't let the same teams play in it every two years like, well, what the fuck are you doing just do it it's every not a world cup then. <laughs> it's yeah, literally exactly. the opposite. yeah 
it's like we already do that every two years with Copa and your the Euros. It's like yeah, we're yeah. good. The regional regional tournaments to offset the other other two. Like it, it makes the calendar perfect, I think. But anyway, that's well, neither here nor there. But um, yeah, soccer has a long history of already like fucking with a a good product. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Speaking of which, we'll be in like the the final four of the World Cup next year at this time. So that'll be weird. It's wild. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago that the last one was on, but yeah. Well, I got delayed a year and then wait, no, the Euros. No, that was that was Euros did. Yeah. No. Last World Cup was twenty eighteen. Yeah. France beating France beating Croatia. Croatia. Yeah. 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 And they did not come home. <laughs> uh, yeah that, was, that feels like forever ago though i think yeah um, it, it does but then it also doesn't like is but then i also think well that was the last time paul pogba was good at football so it was a, <laughs> that was a while ago so shade yeah <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to leave uh, yeah or not recently, again, yeah, he needs to leave no he has left once already yeah he did right I'm yeah sorry. he was he was he was a pup there and like and then they sold him cheap because to Juventus, he went to Juventus for four years, turned into a superstar, and they had to buy him back for like 80 mil or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. United things. Um, so that's that's good. I, I'm really glad you brought up that matchup. Um, it would be fun if um, anyone, that, like our dollar sponsor listener or anyone else is listening, if you have any submissions that you'd like to make, just go to our website, jerseyboyspod.com. It's actually a website now. I That's one thing I was doing in the last week was getting it set up. It was Black Friday sales and it was like fucking half price for a year of um, like, oh, that's the time to get on it. I didn't know you guys had it. Black Friday in Australia. But yeah, it's it's infiltrated over here over the last... Uh, but Thanksgiving year. hasn't. <laughs> just no, weird. well, well, yeah, no, we still don't... Well, we... But do you have Black Friday off then or no? No, no, we don't. It's just like the, the Black Friday, the sales thing, because, you know, so many web, web like... I mean, I get Companies. it. International yeah. commerce and everything. Um, That's free- what it is. It's just purely that. Like people don't know what people here don't know why Black Friday sales are a thing, but they've just can't happen and people know it's of them now. So it's because stupid Americans have that Friday off and have nothing to yeah. do. So they just go spend a bunch of money they don't have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, it worked out well for the the website and um and a couple of other like sub- subscriptions I had for stuff like I got this. Some it was Black good. Friday stuff as well. I was hoping our sister pod, Pod Don't Lie, would uh, drop that Patreon price, but <laughs> <laughs> seven. Well, they've got they've got the seven dollar a month thing one, and then they've got the twenty seven dollar a month, and the twenty seven dollar a month one basically says it's the same shit, but you just give us more money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is those are definitely five and twenty five over here with the with the very yes, yeah. So yeah, it'll be like five bucks a month for you here. Yeah. I think I'll have to I'll have to Patreon it up. You get it. It's worth it's it's worth it. I sacrifice a coffee a month for it, and I figure it's uh it gives me gives me the energy though. I don't know if they've released one this week though. Oh no, they to 19 minutes ago. There's there it is. That's why that's our sister pod. (laughs) Yep. They they literally drop it while we're we're recording. Um yeah, if anyone the contact form on jerseyboyspod.com or you can tweet at us or Instagram comment, whatever, whatever I'll I'll see you. We will respond. We have nothing going on. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if you have any submissions for uh iconic jersey matchups, and remember uh, give it you know, you can submit whatever you want, but there is there is like the criteria of you know what it means and all those kind of things. I think it would be like it would be interesting to see what people throw out there, but I'd I don't know if you can beat the two that we've got kind of at the top there. I just I can't think of yeah. any that would. I mean, we'll world, have for worldwide significance. Of, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. As far as like the weight of a matchup goes, I mean, I also like like just switching sports quickly. Like either Dallas versus the 49ers or Dallas versus the Steelers, because mm-hmm. um, just doubt that Dallas white and silver versus the red and gold or the black and gold. I, like that's just like growing up a football fan like that's so iconic in your head because of those again yeah. the weight, like the weight of those matchups the Cowboys playing the Steelers in the Super Bowl so many times and like kind of like the Celtics Lakers rivalry there was a Steelers Cowboys Super Bowl when I was like six so it was like mm-hmm. immediately you could look back and see all of those historic moments 
and then watch it live in front of you in the moment. And it's like, oh, this is football. This is what football is. It's black and yellow yeah. versus silver and white. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a- yeah, I yeah. I definitely thought of some football ones, but then my criteria for the discussion as far as like a worldwide one is it's just football is still very football's popular here. I know it's popular but in Europe and England, but it's just not it's not near the level of basketball or so yeah. it's just nowhere near um basketball is China, infinitely yeah. Like yeah. So, but I'd, I'd love to see some football. If anyone had football ones they want to throw out there, I will, you know, I will I just think, think about the Cowboys have to be involved because they're yeah. like the biggest NFL team now nah, or uh, worldwide. Yeah. Sure. And so. Pack is um, sometimes can match up with some. Not. Yeah. Pack is Cowboys like back in like. Oh, yeah. Like the ice yeah. stuff. But yeah. That's what I was thinking of the ice ball. But, um, Packers yeah. have iconic uniforms, but it's just like even though they've had the same rivals for years, I just don't think of those matchups as like jumping off the page. Icon- iconic matchups, yeah. Like yeah. like Packers Bears is like the first rivalry in the NFL, and it's just not that good of a uniform matchup. So it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, so that so that does say that like the uniforms do have to pop off each other a bit. Yeah. It can't just all be the weight of the matchup, like we've said too, as well. So yeah, is it, yeah so there is there is a there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, like Vikings and uh Lions versus the Packers just aren't getting it done. But mm. I like yeah. I like all the classic NFL teams. I think those are those would have weight worldwide, but it it'll yeah. be interesting. I yeah. Our socials are Jersey Pod on you know wherever underscore underscore Jersey Boys Pod. See that's fine. That's why I don't say things because <laughs> I don't know them. <laughs> uh, if you, if you search Jersey Boys Pod in the search, it'll probably pop up with the logo. It's just uh, if you want the direct yeah. link. That's uh, yeah. Um, we'll get into hot kits. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you go I'm first. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of other <laughs> iconic uniform matchups though, because it's. I'm just very curious. Like baseball, it's Ooh, just what? white versus gray. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, hockey. I'm sure there are some, but <laughs> yeah, we can have a mo- we'll have a moment in the next podcast so that we can um quickly touch on it again if we've the notables. updated our yeah, any notable ones we've thought of. My first hottest hit of the week is the retro drop that Arsenal just did. Ninety three retro drop. Yep. Yep um so classy so cool yellow and like it's so 90 early 90s it's just really yeah uh, i saw i think i think i actually saw it um you shared it i think with was that the one that you did <laughs> i think your, your tweet this morning was also quite good um so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shout out to nigerian scams uh the twitter account um for tweeting that out about arsenal <laughs> Something I've, I'm paraphrasing was something to do with Arsenal uh, dropping constantly fire merch to distract from the how terrible they are or something, something along those lines. It was that they keep dropping merch like instead of getting good or something along the lines. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you can enjoy something about your team, sometimes it's just got to be the uniforms when they're terrible. Um, but yeah, no, there's a... Yeah, they, they've... Since they've come back with um at at Adidas, sorry, I was about to Adidas, Adidas, Adidas. Um, since they've gone back back to the, the, like the uh you know the was it the Bruce Banana kit or whatever it was a couple of years ago? They've had some good kids. Yeah, like, that was two me. years ago. Those were that good. Um, mm-hmm. that was a FA Cup year, and then they brought back those retro ones. They brought like yeah. they we had modernized Bruce Banana ones, and then they brought back the retro ones as well, which they I see did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which are like probably Arsenal's most iconic uniform. Um, but mm-hmm. these are like I don't know. I was like four when the ninety two ninety three season was going on, so I don't. I definitely was playing micro soccer, but I did not know what Arsenal was. So these, so them dropping the retro of that was really cool and being like, oh, these were probably so dope back in the day. Mm-hmm. All right, my first oddest of the week, and I can't believe that in the first six episodes of this podcast, if you'd asked me this before when we were planning this, that I'd have dropped um, hockey and particularly the Ducks twice in the first six episodes, I would have, wouldn't have believed it, especially if they started the season a little roughly, but they went on a five-game win streak to get me the, their first nomination. And then this week, 
one of the great goals in hockey history. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, Trevor Zagras for the and Zegras. I don't know how you actually pronounce it. I just read it, but um, <laughs> yeah. I think a lot, I, I've seen. Oh, it, I've heard it. Fun. Yeah, and I've heard it said about two or three different ways on ESPN because people were like just figuring out this guy existed. He's only twenty years old. He's um one of the. He's been around for a couple of years in the duck system and um a real promise. But then. He showed kind of why the Ducks picked him up with that ninth pick with them. And if you if you if you've missed it, I'll put it on the blog. There's always the accompanying blog for our uh, our episodes. There'll be a video of the the goal. But basically, he picks the puck up with his some real filthy handles to like because he he really rolls the wrist over the puck to get the puck on the end of his end of his um stick and flicks it over because he's behind the net. Flicks it over the net to I can't even Solano was I can't think of the guy's name that was. Um, that actually popped the goal in, but it, so it was actually incre- actually incredible from his teammate to actually have the, the to be ready for that because I don't know how you just are ready for that, but that's why they're professionals. Um, yeah. um, but it definitely like for the listener who hasn't seen it, if you remember, like in the late '90s, a Michigan player did this, but he just like picked it up on his stick and just like kind of threw it in the net this like took that to the next level like he picked it up mm-hmm. and like passed it in the air like it was lacrosse and just, like, yeah yeah that was awesome i don't know yeah, like, it feels like it could have been high sticking but <laughs> i don't know the rules no they, they they checked that they did actually do a check because there's some great footage of them the on the bench. yeah they did check and then they called it a good goal so um, cause there was a footage of them, the, the both guys on the bench watching the, ch- the check happen and then it gets announced and then they, you know, but they even like Zagras's face, like after the goal goes in, like he's surprised at what he's done. He's just like, there's some great, you know, I think the Anaheim ducks, their own Twitter account is his face right now. Like the, the image, yeah. cause they're just, they're just feeding off of it. And why wouldn't you like, they've had, you know, they're, they're one of the, you know, I guess a smaller market team in the grand scheme of hockey. Cause they're just, you know, Orange County isn't the typically what you think of ice hockey but you know mighty ducks and disney and all that stuff but it's um it's it's brought some great energy to the dog like people of espn was just all over it the other day whereas espn barely gets any hockey otherwise well we so, got um uh they got please edit that uh they got the hockey contract um and so you're gonna see a lot more hockey highlights especially oh, there you go. perfect timing <laughs> especially the second half of the season after you know football dies down a little bit yeah so yeah expect a lot a lot more hockey highlights especially if they're gonna do shit like that because that's what like gets like your casual your casual hockey fan into it yeah say. well yeah there's a lot of guys on um sports center and whatnot like saying do we call it what do we call it and a few guys did actually say you know it's the michigan to like referring back I mean, to the play I you're mean, talking about yeah, but yeah. then a few guys are like, is that, is that like the closest thing there is to an alley-oop? So they were like, bring, you know, so there is like, that's what's cool about it is it has brought a lot of discussion into hockey about, you know, about, because, you know, basketball, one of the things that it has so much over any other sport is the pure athletic prowess of doing crazy shit that, that is just, um, so, and hockey is a sport that it still, it's, you know, it is using sticks and, and things like that and there's helmets and stuff. And we've always said that that's what takes away from football a little bit with the, the personal, yeah. <laughs> Um, but what that's done is bring some like some energy and stuff into it, which is really cool. So that's um, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's gonna be a hot, that's good, that's a hot kit. The ducks are getting two hot kits in their first six episodes, it's wild. Um, they're wearing their white, they're wearing their white ones that night, so it's not like, but you know, the people people will be looking for ducks, um, Zegras jerseys this week, I'm sure of it. So that's really cool. I'm gonna keep the trend of our podcast going moving forward. (laughs) say when Steph breaks the three-point record this week or next that whatever kit he's wearing is a kit of the week but it's when he breaks how many does he how many does he need now I don't know the the forecast though is that he's going to do it um at Madison Square Garden on Tuesday night Oh my god, that would be dope. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even, face. I don't even care. Beat the, sh- beat the shit out of the Knicks and break the record. He doesn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. Um, you know that Tyson That's Beck, the, cool, yeah, that Tyson Beck, the card designer. He's the one that does like he does a lot of tops. I think he does a lot of tops stuff. 
Um, and he does his own cards. He did a Giannis drop, like Giannis yes. cards, signed cards, done Obi Toppin ones, a few others. Um, he's already done some Steph Curry ones. So he's got a Steph Curry signed some cards that he's made. And he did a drop a week ago. And I think he it was the first time his website ever crashed. Yeah. Um, there were so many bots trying to get on there. So he, he went through canceled orders and made sure, I think, as well to yeah, try and get the. But he's actually got a super cool drop coming. I don't know if I'll, I don't I think I'll see it because he's got cards that are dropping when the record breaks. So you don't know when it's the second he sinks the three that breaks the record. It'll be like on TysonBeck.com or whatever. I'm not, I don't know the guy. He's from Adelaide, but I don't know the guy or anything. He's just, yeah, I just think it's really, I think it's a really, really cool thing that, that he's doing. So that's a lot of hype around that Steph stuff. And so, yeah, it's a hot kit, hot card of the week as well, probably with that drop, whenever that drop happens. So, um, yeah, if you're into your sports cards, get around that. If you want to, they're going to be a couple hundred bucks each at least for a single. But I think there's some autos and then numbered ones as well. So. You could resell it for a thousand, probably. If you oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He no, did I'm a Patty Mills. Just collect it. Yeah, I. Yeah, I've got. I've got one of them here. Like, kind of shows. Uh, I got a CJ numbered one there. I'll just show it there on the screen. He does some really cool designs. So, um, yeah, the Steph ones would be cool, and the BSOB, but definitely a hot kit every episode so far this year has been a hot kit and he's just <laughs> i think it's probably more that we're just uh, pleasantly surprised at how bloody good the uh because we knew the warriors were going to be some degree of okay which is no one had any idea they were going to be this good with with clay still on his way back and you know they've still got james wiseman on his way back too and there's still plenty of hopes for him so the fact that they can get better in depth as well as you know, two guys on the sidelines that could be starters. Well, Clay definitely at his best as a starter. And then Wiseman, you know, they drafted him as a, obviously with the idea that he'd be a future starter, whether he ever gets there because they're going okay at the moment. But um, it's wild. So that's, I think that's what has helped us with just enjoying the Steph run at the moment is that he's led them to this position where that like now he's just sitting there going, I've done all this work and, you know, we've got guys still coming back. It's the sky's the limit. And Steph had been hurt the past couple of years or just like not like fully playing up to his potential just because he's been dealing with injuries or has like hasn't had, you know, his teammates there with him. So to see Steph back in Terminator mode is just awesome to see. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, like because there are people who was like, oh, does Steph even deserve those back to back MVPs? And it's like, yes, he did. You just forgot yeah. how how like unstoppable he can be. Yeah, like there were times during his stretches when they won those titles that it's just like this is the best player in the NBA. I don't care that LeBron's still in his prime. Like you can't stop this this kid. So, mm-hmm. and he's kind of back there now. He had a pretty bad game against the Blazers the other night, so that was nice. But <laughs> I think the Blazers just dragged the Warriors down to our level of that game, and they still won by fifteen or whatever, or ten. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um any other hot kits i've got one more but yeah you i'll go oh oh, wait no you you just you just said steph so i forgot that you went another one there yeah um mine's gonna i'm just gonna give some cricket love um the first i mean cricket cricket whites is probably the oldest kit that's still running in that like you know test cricket's been around three or three hundred odd years and the the whites versus whites matchup um, of the pure Test cricket is is um, aesthetically as boring as it can come. But when when a when a player when a player does something great in the Test whites, it's still something that we uh, we love. And if you follow us on the socials, you see me post a couple of photos of Travis Head, the South Aussie that's um, bounced in and out of the Australian side because South Australians for some reason get get a rough run from selection selectors. But he. Uh, Made one of the quickest hundreds in um, Ashes history. It wasn't the quickest, but it's Shay's just shaking his head because he's like, <laughs> giddy jumper, hundred giddy. It's a giddy, yeah, yeah, hundred giddy jumpers for uh, Travis Head. He ended up making one fifty before he got out, and he he was um, leading kind of the, you know, he was to try to bring it to your language. He was batting with the te- um the bottom the bottom of the order um because he came in in the uh, mid order and then so it was kind of bowlers that were at the other end with him and uh he led them like he had to kind of lead them through and make a few more runs with them so uh yeah i'm trying to try production from yeah. the bottom half of your lineup yeah so he he stayed in and made made a, a bulk of his runs with the bottom end of the lineup which is really is always an impressive feat to me as well to because you've got to kind of work with those guys as well um 
Yeah, Travis Head. And then the, uh, I'll put it on the blog, but I mentioned it earlier, but he had a great moment when he was on 86, so about 14 runs away from making his century. Um, 100 runs in an innings is always like a massive milestone. So they, it's always a big, and he hadn't made one in the Ashes before. He had a really impassioned celebration, which was dope. <laughs> but yeah, he was on 86 and he went to cut cut a ball and he just missed it. And just the st- there's a microphone that's in the wickets. So it picks up a lot of what's said. And the, the good old South Aussie with his with his big mustache just just screamed, "Oh, you cunt!" As the ball <laughs> missed his bat, and the court clearly to and televised into every every living room in Australia and probably England, um, although it might have been early in the morning there. And many Funny kids, bad word over many, there. many, yeah, many <laughs> many kids uh, heard the heard the C bomb for the first time, and um, just got to you got to get through that. It's, uh, what better way to hear it than Travis Head making an Ashes hundred? So. The Tess Whites, the Australian, um, the Australian cap. And so it's finished off by the baggy green. It's the it's the cap that only Australian cricketers get. It's numbered for right. every every Test cricketer that comes in. It's an iconic cap. And um, so, so that's yeah, like t- test- in the jersey, right? It's like the cap. The cap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you uh, you know, the occasional times that are like a former Test player sells sells because they might like they go through it like they'll keep the same one until it's tattered and you know three right. years and years of tests and it'll be sweaty and dirty and then they sometimes yeah but um you know when like some old deceased players cap sell in an auction it'll be immediately like yeah they sell for the shirt you know a signed shirt will sell fine but the cap is a that is a premium piece of sports memorabilia that is probably one of the biggest in the world um as far as you know, I know American, but yeah, in Australia, if you see like a Don Bradman cat come up on an auction, you'd be, yeah, you'd be a very exclusive group of collectors that would uh, be able to get that um, exclusive as in ones that are probably just buying it to put it in their own ego museum. That's kind of like, you know, Joe, you know, Joel McHale in um, Ted when he's just yeah. like, he's showing his art and, you know, Lance Armstrong's left nut and stuff like yeah. that. That'd be the kind of guy that can afford to buy a test cap and just to have to show off. Yeah. We need yeah. to go over like unique, unique kits one day. Like what makes a unique, mm. like, like that hat, like that would not be a big, well, I mean, like, like if you could get Babe Ruth's hat, that would obviously be a big deal, but like, yeah, but his Jersey would, but then he would have gone up. through, he would have gone through like a bunch of hats. Right. Like, whereas the, the baggy green, you, that you cherish, you cherish that one hat, like, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, some starting pitchers go through multiple jerseys a game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that loses a little yeah. bit of the steam. But some pitchers wear the same hat all year, but like not year after year. So, yeah, because those things get beat up pretty much, and they play 162 games and and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, you do see some pretty dirty hats out there. So yeah, all right. I'm really interested to see what your uh, cold kit this week was because you were. Uh, you're smirking off air before the pod started. Well, my honorable mention hot kit is oh yeah, sorry, Wait. more of a theme that's going to happen. I hope to see, um, and that's the Miami Hurricanes. Fuck off! White helmet, orange jersey, white pants. That's just like classic. It's just a classic matchup, and they got one of their own coming back to head coach. So that's an honorable mention. And then my cold kid of the week is he's going home. He's going home. So you have to respect it. Um, My cold kid of the week also involves him, which I'm usually a big fan of the Oregon Ducks uniforms, but their moldy bread uniform that they broke out against UCLA. And then also in the Pac-12 championship game. The the, the, the eggshell one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, like your moldy bread, yeah. The green it's speckled. It's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, speckled, but it looks like moldy bread. Yeah. Um I like I like the uh the merch that's come from that more than I actually like the uniforms, which is super weird. I haven't seen that. So it's like you can get like a hoodie, and that's cool to me. Like a hoodie. Oh. Uh, the uniforms, I, I don't think I'd buy one, you know, like so I kind of agree. I wouldn't yeah. Moldy bread uniform. <laughs> uh Oh, that's not good. It looks like they're uniforms, though. <laughs> Maybe that's because that's what you feed your ducks. Do not, do not share your screen right now. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Uh, all right, so that's your cotton. I just well, Michael, they have so many cool. Yeah. Like, I don't like when they wear that dark green either. We've talked about that. I like the emerald green and the and the bright yellow. So, mm-hmm. yeah, helmets were cool. Well, my. 
my cold kid of the week is the Miami Miami Hurricanes football program. Oh. Everything, everything about them, everything about the Miami Hurricanes program is a cold kid of the week. Um, yeah, cool. Going home. Fuck you for telling us that Oregon was your home when you took over. He'd sit there and said, his family, he feels at home at Oregon. It's home. Goes into kids' homes, tells them to come home to Oregon, and you fuck off. Honestly, that. You were the chosen one. <laughs> he was not the chosen one. He was biding his time to get that Miami job the whole time. I hate to say it. Yeah, and that's just a, a thunder cunt of an act. So fuck off. I hope you go. I I hope he goes as well at Miami as Willie Taggart went at Florida State. So like I hey, you know, going home to your, you know, whatever. I don't even trust Literally that he went from home. Miami. I, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I literally don't care. I would have thought if you're from... Yeah, that's fine. I'm not from Oregon, but I want to move there. Oh, here's a cold kid of the week. Watford just gave away a penalty <laughs> in a tie game with like three minutes into added time. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but, yeah. Who are they playing? Who are they playing? Brentford or Brentford? Brighton? Yeah, Brentford. I knew it was a B. Uh, I saw the notification an hour ago, but yeah. It's the fourth. Anyway, I just wanted to sh- I just wanted to shit on Mario Cristobal for a minute, so that gave me the, the and I wanted to support him because of our group chat. <laughs> <laughs> the dude just wanted to go home. I was entirely supportive of you calling Brian Kelly a fuckwit. <laughs> well, what he did was meaner because he's not from Louisiana, <laughs> <laughs> and his family is happy to be down there. You fucking Massachusetts fraud. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, I think we would also be remiss to not mention a hot kit of the week of the Portland Timbers 2021 home kit, mm. which they wore on Saturday on the road and will wear again tomorrow on Saturday on the road to hopefully an MLS Cup, yeah. but at least an MLS Cup final. Yeah, no, that's actually, uh, I did have that on my list earlier in the week and I was like, I, I was too nervous to bring it up, but you've done it for me. So that's good. Um, no, it's, it's really, and like, you know, we obviously have our hopes for tomorrow with the final. Um, that's what this time tomorrow, hopefully will be, we'll be close to hopefully celebrating knock on wood, but either way, it's really cool to, you know, this year at one point when we lost 6-2 to Seattle at home, I think. Yeah, we, we were probably looking at how low on the table we'd finish. So to get through um, and really finish off the season strong, and and for all the you know the dominoes to fall in the way that we actually are the home final as well. A great friend, our brother Vince, yeah. is in the ar- going to be in the army. Um, he's going to be. <laughs> I think he's already lost his mind, so he's going to be completely um, obliterated at this point tomorrow. I'm sure, but um, hopefully enjoying himself, and yeah, we'll be watching the game this time tomorrow as well. So. The resellers are starting to become cowards too, which is good on people in Portland for not, you know, overspending. I think I've seen plenty of tickets in the two hundred dollar range, which is quite oh, good stuff. Quite yeah, to get to a final. Yeah. I would easily. I mean, I paid more for a regular season NBA game, so <laughs> I would easily yeah. pay the, to go to the final. So um, good on Portland for not supporting, and that's just like a reminder of the community. Uh, the soccer mm-hmm. community they've built there and the respect that they've um, created amongst the community to not do that. Cause I don't think if the game was in New York, it'd be a much different story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Unfortunately this pod will probably drop by the time I've got to go to work in about 40 minutes. Um, it'll probably drop after the final. So you'll find, <laughs> I guess you'll know the result, but um, either way um, the Portland Simbers home kit is always like, it's the, uh, very, I guess, adjacent to our, our green and yellow love. It's green and gold, so um, a great combo as well. Um, it's like that forest green and gold as well, uh, which is they've really they've really honed in on what works the last probably four or five years as far as their home kits go, I think, yeah. and done a really good job. So yeah, we just need to get yeah. back to red on the road, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got some old, uh, the, a couple of the old uh, red away kits in the closet, and they're they're they look really old and classic now. But I'd love them to get back to that. But yeah. Um, anyway, that's about that'll be about it for this week because I do have to get ready for work. But um, yeah, that's that was a good episode. I love chat. I love chatting. Um, different like finding a different way into chatting about jerseys and chatting about what makes for an iconic matchup was um good fun. I'm I'm looking forward to revisiting it over the over the years as we if any others pop up. So yeah, and this might be our last pod for the holidays. Just a warning. 
not to you. Yeah. To just because, I mean, I won't have a microphone in Lincoln, but I'd be happy to do one. You'll just yeah. I, to- I was I, I was going to say if you um I would like to if I'll come up with an idea to do one while we're both on break. Um, even if you're the, just on day kits because they usually do something special for Christmas. Or the yeah, I, I was I was actually thinking about that because I'm not sure if like has that been has, has Nike continued because I know it was like I know well, we could rank them all time we could go yeah, like we like what were the best yeah. Christmas this is why we this is why we're a good team because this is the <laughs> I I actually had draft Christmas kits in my head as an idea and you just you just brought it out without even me speaking it so Jersey Boys Pod is is the dream team I'm sorry Jordan and Co from '92 but this is the real dream team. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. I don't mind if you're even just on a Zoom chat with that. We'll, um, you know, listeners listeners will understand. We'll get, it's Christmas. We just get, we figure the, it out. The old, the old man on the pod um, to say his some, favorite hit or whatever. Some, class, some some class and decorum would be a good change. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in Lincoln, though, the the blood alcohol content is will likely not be below point one. So yeah, I don't I don't think the technology. Trying not to do that. Yeah, I don't think the technology exists for me to be able to smell your breath through the Zoom call, but it might still happen because of the the, the <laughs> we might break the barrier. Yeah, I'm trying not to do that. Just... <laughs> so we'll see. There's some. I got. Some... I, I just I just feel like saying like just paraphrasing. You know, Chinatown is going to get a Shay. It's Lincoln. <laughs> we do have similar relationship to those two, but that's a different pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, good episode, yeah. I enjoyed that. Great up, great up. Five. Right. Ask for episode <laughs> one for the real ones. You can have it, but just don't share it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for today. Jersey boys out. Cheers. Cheers. Can't remember my closer. <laughs> and I'm still trying to. Where do I stop record? There we go. There it is. <laughs> All right, now we're done. <laughs>